This is Ro. This is Joe. We discuss the gray area. Black and white. Today we are going to discuss uh, reparations, our opinions on reparations, some things we found about reparations, and what else, Joe? And reparations, and maybe us switching up. Yeah, switching switch gears. Up. Switching the gears. Switching gears. Yes. Of our podcast topics. Yes. So, what do you got, Joe? Would you want me to just start with my opinion on reparations? Yeah, let's just talk about our opinions about reparations. Um, Go ahead. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think we've discussed it before. I think reparations is owed. Can you hear me? Deserved. What is he laughing? What are you laughing at? (laughs) What are you laughing at? He's like laughing. But anyway, I think reparations is owed. It's deserved. But I don't think it'll heal anything. I don't think it's going to. I think maybe a lot of people, I just feel, I get the vibe from reading stuff that a lot of people think that it's going to be a magical fix. Yeah. Be Mm -hmm. this magical fix and there's going to be healing and everybody's going to finally, we got what we deserved and we can move past it. And I just don't think that reparations is going to do that, Mm -hmm. but I do think reparations is, you know, a form of reparations is definitely owed and deserved. I mean, it was promised. Right. I agree with you, and, you know, I don't know how many times we've heard that uh, money cannot buy you happiness, and the healing that is needed from racism and white supremacy and white privilege Mm -hmm. goes much further than money. Um, The psychological damage, it almost seems irreparable, um... Yeah, so I am in agreement with you that reparations simply because, you know, they said 40 acres and a mule was due. And we black people, we as black people have not gotten it. So just in that right alone, you know, when you say you're going to do something, do it. Well, how about what we learned about 40 acres and a mule? Actually, the idea came from... A black leaders in a church. Am I correct? Yes. And they were awarded land. They were awarded land. Uh-huh. And sadly, who was its predecessor? Reversed it. Well, so the 40 acres and a mule was actually not just because when we started this, I thought I wasn't sure if it was actually just a coined term, like in referring to reparations or was it actually a legit thing? And it was, it is a legit thing. And you know, 40 acres and a mule is also the, uh, company name for like Spike Lee. That's his, his thing is 40 acres and a mule. So who came up with the idea, uh, the abolitionist Charles Sumner and Thaddeus Stevens and other radical Republicans have been advocately advocating or actively advocating land redistribution. So pretty much this land was going to be given, um, and it was, what was it? South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida? It it went along, it was a pretty long stretch Stretch of of land, land. a, a long waterfront. And they would have been awarded all that land to do with what they pleased. And they could actually have whom they wanted on that land to do it. You know, it was their land to it was their land to harvest, to build, to grow. Yes. And they won. Yeah. 
It says the effect throughout the South was electric. As Eric Forner explains, the freedman hastened to take advantage of the order. Baptist minister Ulysses L. Houston, one of the group that may, had met with Sherman, led 1,000 blacks to Skidaway Island, Georgia, um, where they established a self-governing community. You know, there were 40,000 freedmen. Similar to Black Wall Street. Yeah, similar, exactly. Similar to Black Wall Street. It didn't end with a massacre, but it just ended by basically overturning. Yeah. And who was the name of the guy? It says that Andrew Johnson, Lincoln's successor and a sympathizer with the South, overturned the order in the fall of 1865. Mm. So 40 acres and a mule was promised. But then... Were they Democrat or Republican? Oh, God. Here we go with that. They were Democrat. Democrat. Uh, Yeah. And the only reason I'm bringing this up, because I'm pointing out that the Republicans gave the the freed slaves the land... They yes the the Republicans stood Agreed for what they for the 40 said that they would news. do uh-huh. and the Democrats took it away exactly and I'm only making this point to all the people out here today. that are so today that are so like oh my God Republicans are wrong and Republicans are racist and Democrats are right and Democrats are all about this and all about that and all about for Black people and it's not always the case it, it, it has nothing point. to do with anything there's nothing to do with it. And can we just stop? So I just wanted to put that point in. I'm so glad just, you brought up that point because I know we've said this a thousand times, but f- the fact that here in America, people are now being placed in these boxes of Democrat versus Republican, like, fuck you. I, yeah, it goes to what Coleman Hughes said. Yeah. That's why I th- agreed with his point. That's one point I really agreed with is how he was told, don't say, don't say you're a point because everybody's going to, think you're a Republican and, and all the Republican the Democrats are going to hate you. And then he, they're like, don't say, don't say it because then everybody else, the other side's going to hate you. So he was like, and he always voted Democrat, but he, st- he does, he, his opinion is against reparations. Yeah. Just for our listening audience, Coleman Hughes is a young black gentleman who um, is against reparations. And he made a speech before Congress to argue why he is against reparations. And so you just brought up the point that, you know, you agreed. I agreed with some of the things that he said, too, when it came to his reasonings of, you know, the fact that we talk about, um, we're talking about reparations, but we're not talking about fixing the criminal justice system. We talk about reparations, but, you know, I agree he, black people don't need another apology. He's saying black people need better education. Yes. Better schools. Yes. Better neighborhoods. Better. better I agree. Just better. I agree with that. But then I better. didn't agree with what he said about, you know, um, the moment you give me reparations, you make me a victim without my consent. He said that, quote unquote, and I don't agree with that at all. Well, I, I just feel like he was a bit dramatic there. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got a little bit. What did the the guy, the congressman, say? He said that he was being presumptuous. I think he yes. referred to him as presumptuous, and probably being presumptuous because he stated he stated that one third of the black people that don't want reparations will feel victimized. Exactly. And speak yeah. for yourself. I mean, I'm not that that I'm not the one third that opposes reparations. You know, and I think off. 
when we were talking about this last week, you said something about, well, if we gave, if, if black people were given reparations, like, what are you going to do with the money? You know, and is that going to, you know, how, how are you going to, are you really going to build the community with this money that, or are you going to pay off your student loan debt? Are you going to, you know. Right. So we were talking about the logistics of it because it still confuses me in the, of the logistics of it. And when we were speaking then, you know, I'm looking at it like, what are we? Because to be honest, I believe reparations is deserved and owed, but I don't want no more money taken out of my paycheck. Understood. I mean, I can't I can't lie about that. I don't want my, my check is taxed enough, so I don't want no more money taken out of my paycheck. And that's something that Coleman Hughes said is that, you know, you you start giving out reparations and this is going to cause yet a further divide, because like you said, you know, did you say something about taxing white people? Right. I, it's going to make them angry. And right. Like, yeah. so like if, okay, so that's the logistics of it though. How does that even work? So all black people get, we white people get taxed higher. And this is just in my mind. Once more I'm reading and learning, I don't think it's going to, it would be structured this way. It right. sounds like they would have a fund, like funds within the government, which does come from taxes, I assume, but I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but white people, if they, let's just say it did work that way. White people's checks get taxed higher and then y'all collect a check. Like, that's not going to create any unity within our country. I mean, but the unity within our country... Is broken, is, but that's not going to make it better. irreparable, honestly. Right, I know. I like, mean, it's shit. just... Uh, it's, a, it's really a mess, mess, mess. And then there, we're talking about reparations. We must mention the bill, the House Bill H.R. 40, which was introduced um, in January of 2017 by she Sheila Jackson Lee, a Democrat in Texas... And what did you, you know, in your findings, research about Bill H.R. 40, mm. what did you come up with? Well, basically, uh, easy way to put it, H.R. 40 is nothing what I thought it was. I thought it was a plan to actually get together a, an actual, like, plan to pay reparations, reparations, to have a fund or whatever they're going to do. Well, here, reparate, this bill is not about paying reparations. This bill is actually about researching and studying the effects that slavery had and how and if reparations are deserved and still owed recommend appropriate remedies. Is right. So, says. I mean, if yeah. they're arguing the fact to even study it, then the <laughs> mat that when it comes to actually paying it, I mean, it, it sounds like just like what your daughter said, it's going to be light years. Right. And we um, want so let me go back. What I read about 40 acres and a mule, I like to cite my sources, can be found. The article is pbs.org, The Truth Behind 40 Acres and a Mule. You, can, you, you guys can look it up yourself. The story is very interesting. Uh, brings me back to the point of what you said about what my daughter said. She, she sent out a tweet this morning. And it's really sad, but it's really true. So, Mo, I am going to quote your tweet. She said, ooh, every time I get on this app, meaning Twitter, and see the way black people attack each other over ethnicity, skin color, curl pattern, education level, sexual gender identities, I know that it will be light years before we are truly free. And so... Mm, true statement. And shout out her podcast. Oh, her it's husband's a, her, podcast. Oh, her husband's uh -huh. podcast. It's another dope-ass podcast. Another dope-ass podcast, uh -huh. yeah. 
So, yeah, that brings us to, you know, the Rowan Joe show kind of considering and actually focusing on different topics because what we've learned since February uh, 18th of 2019 is that when you start talking about race and racism, reparations, anything that has to do with the upliftment of black people. Social justice, criminal justice, black people in general. You talk about black people in general. White people get angry and they get violent and there's no... They don't listen. There's no middle ground with them. You can't have an intellectual conversation with a white person about race and racism without it being nasty. Just without their white fragility. Out <laughs> <of the country. laughs> Shit. I mean, that. It, that book is... This podcast has, like, completely opened my eyes to so many different things. So now, I mean, I can't even see a meme without seeing the white... The whiteness of it all. Yeah. Like, and then, and it's sad because it, it, you know, for a, an innocent meme that's meant to be literally just funny, because some of them, they're not, some of these memes are not done, you know, not meant, and it's not offensive. It's just like when they show the white guy with the cop being pulled over, this, this is one in particular. And he was like, before you tell me what I'm doing, just get in the car and tell me what I'm doing wrong because it's too hot outside mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just little things like that, like, you know, you know, you can't do a meme like that with a black guy because if a black guy said that to a cop, he'd be shot. So it's just all that kind of stuff. All that, it it's all just, goes back to... Uh, and you know, they say there's a certain... I don't know how the saying goes, I'm going to destroy it, but, you know, in in every joke, there's an element of truth or or whatever. So that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it's heavy, you know, reading about racism day in and day out. Discussing it um, and wanting to be the voices that make a change. But since we, for me, and I had this thought recently, I am of the firm belief that what you talk about and what you focus on, you bring about. And so I don't want the negativity of racism to permeate the walls of my home and my relationships. And, you know, it's just right. Whenever you talk, it's so weird when you try to talk the truth, when you try to spread the truth. There are so many people who just don't want to hear it and really want to fuck fuck you up because you're speaking it. That's sad. Well, even look at the okay this and this is totally off topic of racism, but it's definitely to the people who are thinking outside of the box, like just like the people who don't believe in vaccinations. I mean, they are attacked on social media. Right, right. I mean, they can't even have the belief of they don't want their children vaccinated like I mean, there's moms on there acting like their vaccinated children will drop dead if they are in the presence of an unvaccinated kid. Like, it's unbelievable to me. Like, I read one meme where the mom was like, um, screw all your unvaccinated kids. I'm going to send my kid to school with peanut butter. I was like, wow. wow. Like, you're threatening death. Yes. You're threatening death. Like, these people aren't threatening your kids with death. Like, drop dead death if a kid has a peanut allergy. Well, you know, there I is mean, the, whole the whole measles case, thing. though. There is that measles. Mm. The measles because someone didn't vaccinate their child. And but if someone has the vaccine... This is where I get confused with vaccines, and well, I don't want to turn this into a vaccine podcast. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're vaccinated against the measles, 
and someone has the measles, if the vaccine works in the first place, why the flip are you getting the measles? Right. I don't understand that I, aspect I, of it. I, but anyway, that's the whole conspiracy of it all. The, mm-hmm. the, I mean, everything is a fucking conspiracy. The vaxxers versus the anti-vaxxers. The round. Well, racism the flat, is not a goddamn no, conspiracy. That, that's so true. anyway, that's I didn't want to take this flatter rounder. Oh, Jesus. you know, chemtrails. Uh, my mom's fucking, starting to believe in chemtrails. Oh my god, I just can't. I just want to live my fucking life. I just want. <laughs> I just want to go on vacations and shop and eat and 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 laugh and dance and, and eat healthy with and being be able to afford to eat healthy. Yeah, oh. I want to go to goddamn Whole Foods and carry my little Whole Foods back with a little <laughs> celery leaf sticking out the top. Now you got a whole visual. And come back with a marble top, goddamn kitchen island with an Apple laptop sitting there. With our vision. podcast, you Mike. got your vision, right? Yeah, but that's how it starts, though, with a vision, right? I want to move. I'm actually decided I want to move somewhere I can walk around, like walk to a store. Oh, that would be nice. Walk without getting my sneakers dirty, because oh. you know I've been living out there in the country, so it's all gravel and dirt. Oh. Got tiptoe around, and that's too bad, right? But back to we're switching gears because. Yeah, so the Rowan Joe show our existence yeah, we with don't, racism. Yeah, we don't this is not it's definitely not we didn't come in. We came in with high hopes, but when you're tackling the shit that people just refuse to look at and see for what it is. And you know, even like you said, so I'm I'm on Twitter and I love Twitter, but then I had this thought this morning that, you know, probably 75% of the people who I follow or who follow me, you know, despise Donald Trump. It's always something negative about Donald Trump. And I am not for Trump at all, like, ugh. But I'm, I don't want to waste my days, well, you know. Well, all, all these people spewing hate at Trump are doing the same thing. They're being just as hateful as they hate, the reasons they hate Donald Trump. But they do it every day, but just to Donald Trump. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I'm they not, spew hate. I'm you're not spewing saying, hate every day. I know, but... Even, I, no matter who he, it's against. I get it. Yeah, I and get I get it. it. I get it both ways. I know. It's just tough. The world... Social media. It's just... It's not social media. It's the world. It's the world we live in. I even... Um, you know, so my daughter tweeted what she tweeted. But and I then, think social media has created an easy platform for people to spew shit that they wouldn't spew to your face. Well, yeah, I just like texting. People will say a whole lot of stuff via text that they wouldn't say to your face. That's true. It's just an easy platform to be this person. That so my daughter sent the tweet that I read about black people and then her husband on Facebook today. Twin, I'm quoting you. I feel like all black people need some form of counseling or therapy. I think we all have a lot of post-trauma from slavery that's gone unanswered. And unfortunately, that trauma has unknowingly been passed through generations. So that goes back to the podcast we did on Mm post-traumatic slavery syndrome. syndrome. And I agree with him 100%. So... The whole fucking world needs a healing. Right. And white people need therapy, too. Yes. Oh, the, oh without a doubt. There's a lot of angry white Evil. folks running around. It, yes. It's some, I'm sorry yeah. to say it looking at you, but <laughs> what now, you know, <laughs> right there's, there's this have. whole, I remember being young and, 
not even all that young, but white being synonymous with good and light and, you know, angelic and black being synonymous with dark and evil. And, but you know what? Right. <laughs> we can totally reverse that shit. Cause when I think white people after doing the, or white, when after doing this podcast, I think oh, that that's some shit that needs to be. I've learned a lot about white men. An exorcism. Right. White people need an exorcism. Well, I blame more white men, but no, I won't because get into we've, details. We've, but. Get, we've read about how the white women did black children. Right. Yeah. yeah but, I know, but, I, I know. but present day. But present day, from what, how I look at it, I, I see a lot of like just hateful, angry white men. Like they, when they don't get their way, they throw bitch fit temper tantrums. Let us, let us, I have to, you probably don't want me to, and I'm not going to name names, but, and I think I've said this in a previous podcast, what burns me the most (laughs) is when people, I'm just going to say it, Mexican, Hispanic, you come from somewhere else. Oh, we can talk about that. Yeah. And, and then you, you're, you're not wanted here. You're an immigrant, you're an illegal alien, yet you hate black people too. Like I don't get that shit at all. How are you going to come over here? (laughs) I had to have, I, yeah, I had altercations on Facebook with Puerto Ricans, but Puerto Rico is part of America, but, but still, I mean, yeah, there's still people of color. They are. I mean, arguing about black people not being victims and about racism not being real and it's over with and just going back and forth. And, and, that and is- he was a teacher. And then one of his family members went, defended him. And I mean, she has she's Puerto Rican, but has two children to a black man who and they're going to look like they're, they're black children. So, I mean, I just couldn't wrap my head around how I am arguing and trying to. I am arguing with people of color about about people of color, people of color. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm arguing with you and you have a white worldview right now. Yeah. That doesn't make. I mean, they are very light skinned. It doesn't matter. The man actually would look white. You may not even know. You come over here and you get it twisted. Don't let your fucking straight hair and your fair skin get your brain fucked up. And and you said this guy is a teacher. That's fucking scary. As I said, I was like, who are you and where do you teach? He teaches in Texas. Wow. I didn't know the exact high school. And if I did, I'd say it right now. I wanted to, I screenshot everything. Cause I was like, if he says one more thing to me, I'm going to tell her to put it on black Twitter. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, he, he needs to go. He, I'd call his school because that man is so ignorant. You read him. You I, read I, the, I did. I read the tweet. About, he started to try to compare some incidences where black people like destroyed white neighborhoods. I mean, you can't compare apples to oranges and a couple incidents doesn't compare to centuries. So and not only oh, that, but, you know, I, I've said this before. You cannot keep attacking or poking at a fucking lion and not at some point expect to get got. I mean, right. at some point it's called consequences and repercussions. So if black people at some point got together and a, a mob of white people got fucked up, you know what? 
It's almost like oh, well. it's almost like when people out here throwing shade, like these people that are nice, but they're sitting there being so disrespectful in the kindest way, and then one person punches them dead in the face. The person who punches them dead in the face always looks crazy, always looks wrong, but that motherfucker's allowed to say all this shit. Yeah, exactly. But because they said it in a political correct manner, mm-hmm. they didn't deserve that. Right. See, that I don't agree with. I get you. But anyway, see how we get all excited, and yeah. this is what we're talking about. We, we're tired of getting like... Yeah, we, we, we want to get excited about positivity. Yeah, because fuck this negative shit. Because obviously, you know, even the young people get it. It's going to take a fucking miracle. A goddamn, you know, what do they call it? What is it called in the Bible at the end times? What is that a shit? revelation? Yeah, but what is it? That's end the, of days? Yeah, it's going to take some fucking mass destroying of mm-hmm. earth. Yeah, it's it's. Going what to is take it called? Apocalypse. Life. Apocalypse. Right. It's going to take an apocalypse uh, to end this black and white bullshit because mm-hmm. it is just bullshit. Because blackness does not mean that we. You know what I was thinking? White people <laughs> back in the day, and they still hold this belief because we had this. We had a girl from a, another podcast say, "Can we trust you?" Right. So the whole thing of black people not being human, you know, or less than human. So if I'm less than human, why you want to fuck me? You know, for the white men that were raping black women back in the day, if you don't see me as a human being, why would you want to fuck me? That's a sickness in itself. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's all sick. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, so that's... we're going to switch gears. We will come back at you when we come back at you on a different note, because we've come to the conclusion that our black and white ass will not cure the the stain and the disease because it is a disease of racism. It's going to take everybody for everybody with everybody within themselves is going to have to. Yeah, have and their own have their own thing. come to Jesus aha moment moment and realize their own personal power and you know and don't try to you know attack with that personal power don't try to overthrow with that personal power like ugh, wow right, yeah yeah I just want to skydive like Will oh Smith. you're nuts I don't want to skydive oh yeah I'm 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 all I'm all for shit like that I'm a thrill seeker one hundred percent definitely not an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> I can have a thrill just sitting at the beach. That's my Well, that's thrill. a thrill, thrill that's for my me, thrill. too. That's I'll relaxing. watch you skydive. <laughs> they just had a helicopter crash, killed nine people in Hawaii. <gasps> oh, they were all skydivers. Oh, you know what? Don't look at me they like were going, that. They were going skydiving. <laughs> Probably waited their whole life to go skydiving and flew up there in a helicopter hey, and crashed and died. God bless them. But, you know, as the helicopter was crashing, I'm thinking, well, shouldn't they had their, like, gear on? They could have just jumped out. I don't know. With their shoots. And, Are we? Anyway, we'll wrap it up there. I'm being so. Angry. I had a. Um, I'm gonna leave this my last big picture thought. This came to well, we me. We can have future big picture thought. No, I mean that. Well, yeah. So yeah, this won't be my last picture. Big picture thought. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you made me forget. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the big picture thought was um. You know that song, Shout by Tears for Fears? Shout, shout, shout let, let it all, all out. out yeah these are the things so my big picture thought and this is so fucking silly but doubt you know how you have doubts about shit Mm -hmm. instead of shout replace it with doubt 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 
throw it all out. Oh my god, <laughs> that so is so fucking cheesy. Hey, you know what? If throw it out works, all our doubts. Throw out your doubts. Yeah, fucking get. What, it makes sense. Yeah, that's throw where you out. get in trouble. Don't doubt yourself. Yeah, people. as soon as you doubt yourself, yeah, then you start overthinking. Yes, and then you fuck it all up. So see, yeah, it makes sense. I got you. All you listeners, doubt. Oh God, doubt. Throw it all out. Doubt is a thing you can do without. Come on. (laughs) I'm talking to you. Come on. (laughs) That's it. All right. We're out. Rowan Joe Show. Deuces.